Advertising your business with GCN is simple, effective, and more affordable than you might think. Visit advertise.gcnlive.com for more info. Take your business to the next level. You can stick it to the man and big tech. Join our FTL social mastodon at social.freetalklive.com. Actually, back last night, uh, for those of you playing along with the home game of Free Talk Live, uh, the captain had fallen ill and uh, missed the star date. Both, both the New Year's shows <laughs> and and the greatest star date that could have ever possibly been, at least uh, while I'm alive. Uh, but well, I mean, another hundred years you could make it. But you know, Mister Classic, you were here in my stead. Yes. And you sort of, you know, did the thing for me. Yeah. So I appreciate you. Yeah. yeah. You should go back to the tape and listen to it, but we don't have the tape. <laughs> it's online over It's at, online somewhere. <laughs> the, find the archives over at freetalklive.com. Um, so, yeah, uh, I was back yesterday. Uh, it went well. Uh, although uh, I, I, I did make mention of, uh, uh, you know, I'm thankful for Bonnie filling in for me, of course. Right, right. Uh, although she said uh, something like, uh, yeah, the captain's out sick, so I'm taking over. <laughs> Instead of I, I think, in, I think so. she had a rumor that you were dead. So, yeah, yeah. So right? it's, it's Bonnie's world now. We're all just living in it. <laughs> it's like Paul McCartney. He's dead. But yeah, uh, my apologies to those who expected me to be here. Uh, I, I, I could not. I'm pretty sure I had the COVIDs. Um, the cerveza sickness. Yeah, I say that because like it was m- more mild than the first time I had it way back in, you know, whenever this thing kicked off. Um, And by mild, I mean like the symptoms were in a regular order this time. Uh, The first time I had the COVID, the symptoms were just wacky. Like I got the cough first. Right. Then I started sweating and then I started sneezing. And then, you know, it was just Did you feel apathetic? That was the biggest, um, you know, when I had cerveza, it wasn't very bad, but... There was just something that just made me lethargic and just apathetic. Like if I if I was sitting on the couch and I was thirsty and there was a glass of water right in front of me, I'd be like, ah, I don't know, that's too yeah, much work. Man, that's a lot of effort. To that's have. a lot of work to get to that. Reach over and grab that glass of water. <laughs> so that was like the biggest <laughs> symptom for me. Is like I just don't feel like doing anything. Um, I, I guess there might have been some of that. Um, when I had it the first time, we'll call it Cerveza 1.0, yeah. um, I distinctly remember a period of, I don't want to say hallucination, but Ooh. like like where like reality and my daydreaming and my sleep dreaming all sort of meshed together. Good times. Uh, I, I, was, I was telling uh, Richie Rich this uh, and Peakless last night on the show that like, like I thought something had happened and I was going to text my friend about it. And then you it, turns yourself? Out, it turns out like I like I woke up enough to be like, wait a minute, that didn't actually happen. I just sort of I just sort of imagined that <laughs> happening and I was going to text somebody about it. And then I, I was like, oh, no, wait, that didn't actually happen. Yeah. So this this weird, like lucid dream sort of 
you know, thing. That happened to me again this time, but only for like a couple of days. It wasn't like a four-day stretch or yeah. anything like that. There was just a couple of days where I felt like really like, uh, and I slept for like three days. Just I just got up to like drink water and hit the john or whatever. Yeah. Um, good. But I've been symptom free for you know I don't know four or five days now. So we're all safe. Yeah, I safe. Oh, thank God. Yeah, yeah. But you're uh, feeling better now, though. I, I, missed, am, yes. I missed all that, of course. Uh, yes. But. yes. Welcome, Nikki. Stuck thank behind you. a plow. Yes. Um, yes. We should. We should. Uh, we should. Well, what, what are we talking about here? We should. Uh, you know, start the show. I guess. Uh, yeah. Uh, Captain's log. Start date. What is it? Zero one zero seven two zero two four. Two four. Two four. That's right, everybody. Get get used to writing two four now. Two four. Instead of two three. I just got used to writing two three. I know. So that's it's how it goes. You get used to a thing, and then they, they change it on you. The bastards. <laughs> what did you call it? The happy calendar switch date. Said happy oh, day. happy your- calendar reset day or something. <laughs> calendar yeah. reset day. Right? Yeah. Uh, let's see. We did Captain's Live. We did the start day. We did, uh, in the studio tonight, it's the authentic Lord Reverend Dr. Captain Kickass Buckshot Esquire, if you will, LLC. Joining me, Steve Classic. And Nikki. And, uh, and we're going to do, do a, a Sunday show. <laughs> Yes, we're we're all back, and I'm gonna be I'm gonna be on vacation well, for, for a month. Okay, well, not It'll vacation. I'm traveling for sports. We have a surprise for all of the Sunday listeners. Ooh, uh, we're gonna bring Richie Rich back. Oh, in your absence. Wow. So he's gonna fill in for you on the Sunday. So we get the yeah. The schedule is like what like just getting mixed up. Yeah, you know sometimes all, yeah. sometimes we gotta switch some hosts yeah, around. Yeah, a little jumbly, and, you know. You know that kind yeah, of it's thing. It's all in good and, fun. You know, I, none of us. This is not. Listeners out there, if you're familiar at all with Free Talk Live, you already know, but those of you who don't, this is not a job for any of us. This is not like, like we get like a, a stipend that's supposed to be like gas money. It's basically free. Maybe, maybe buy your, maybe buy your work. dinner. It's volunteer work. It, it, this is, um, what's the word I'm thinking of? Activism. Yeah. Right. This is activism. And so, like, we all have other, you know, ways and means and jobs and things of that nature. So uh, we don't get paid for doing this. This isn't a job for us. Uh, we come here and we do this because, well, we believe in the message of freedom. And hopefully you do, too. So we have some stories to get to today. We're lucky enough to have three Number two stories. I know, I saw that. Hat trick. Which, you know, I, I call it the trifecta. trifecta. Yeah. But we'll, we'll see. We'll probably get to maybe one or two of them. I don't know. We'll see. What we have. And we've got a bunch of other stories, too. Um, and I know you mentioned uh, somebody might be calling in. Yeah. I'm curious if they call in. I mean, I have a bunch of questions, but uh, I, I'm curious to see what happens there. Uh, but first, before we get into anything else, uh, if you're if you're a sports type person, I know libertarians are loathe to like yeah, sports yeah. ball, hand egg, blah blah blah, this kind of thing. But uh, there's an important thing happening, and that is Super Bowl. Um, Wait, I can't say Super Bowl. I'm sorry. From Reason.com, America has borrowed one trillion dollars since the start of the NFL football season. And when would that have been? Oh, okay, September. So that's not pre trillion dollars One borrowed. Trillion with a T. So this is them borrowing it, not stealing it. <laughs> well, so they're this borrowing is... it from the Federal First, Reserve. First they have to borrow it, then, and then they have to steal it. And then guess who gets to pay it back? No one. Well. Because we're in the, several trillion dollars of debt. Right. 
Right. So. But the, the, the taxes <laughs> they collect. What's it a trillion? The taxes they collect go to uh, pay that and the interest. Mostly the interest. But this article is all about the federal government is borrowing money at a mind-spinning rate, and you can't blame it on the COVID-19 pandemic anymore, says the headline. Here's how fast the federal government is borrowing piles of money. When the national debt hit $33 trillion mid-September, the current National Football League season was already two weeks old. You don't have to be a fan of sports to know that football season in America isn't particularly long, excluding the playoffs. Teams play 17 games over the span of 18 weeks. The final games of the season are scheduled to be played this upcoming weekend. A few days after the national debt officially surpassed a new threshold, $34 trillion. Trillion dollars. According to an announcement made Wednesday morning by the Treasury Department. In other words, don't feel bad about how much money you've probably lost on sports betting and fantasy leagues this year. The federal government has run up a $1 trillion tab in less time, and the next trillion dollar threshold isn't far off. Geez, you think they put the trillion dollars on the Dallas Cowboys trying to make some money? Yeah. Hopefully they, they make some back. Sports bet it away. <laughs> hey, FanDuel, yeah, fan we got duel. a trillion dollar yeah. bet. Yeah. <laughs> the, um, the Patriots will make the playoffs. There's more to say about this, but I suspect this might be... Uh, unscreened caller, you're on Free Talk Live. What's your name, please? Uh, this is Daniel Bonnier from Slate Ridge. Yes, so this is our guy. Hey, Daniel. Welcome to the show. Um, How are you? I, I'm good. I'm curious. Uh, Nikki kind of you know, gave us a brief summary of what you might be calling about. I'm curious where, what state are you in? I'm in the state of Vermont. So it is Vermont. Okay, I think I may have warmer. read. I think I may have read something about you and your situation. But since uh, it's your first time calling in, why don't you go ahead and uh, you know give give our listeners the uh, the version? What's going on? Sure. So um, once again, my name is Daniel Bonnier. I'm down here in West Paulette, Vermont. Uh, West Paulette, Vermont is a small town, about 690 full time residents in Rutland County. Um, you know, a lot of people ask the landmarks as to geographically where I am. Uh, <clears throat> I'm pretty much in between Manchester, Vermont, and Rutland, Vermont. If those are some landmarks that, that may be a better focal point for people. Okay. Um, you know, I've made some national news here, and really what it, the elevator pitch, the, the synopsis is, uh, with these unbelievable conclusions, is, is that I have this land in the middle of nowhere, um, you know, just recently, some uh, ethical news medias did a Google Earth to really show the perspective of my plot. Um, I have over 30 acres, and there's thousands of acres around me. Mm-hmm. But needless to say, behind me is the largest slate quarry in the world. Okay. Um, you know, they mine a very specific uh, color of slate out of there. So in in perspective to what I'm doing or... Well, what impacts I have on civilization, it's really critical to overemphasize that I'm in the middle of nowhere. Uh, to complement that, I'm also at the highest elevation, okay. the highest habitable elevation in my community. So having some of those you know, uh, focal points and, and base points already um, listed, I, I get this permit. You know, I, I come up with this idea to build a, a training facility here. Uh, under the state, I'm registered as an educational facility. Under the town, I'm permitted under a school slash training facility. So I build this 
modern, sophisticated, environmentally friendly shooting range. Mm-hmm. And this is after you already went through all of the state paperwork that they would require, right? Like you, you did the things that yes. they asked for. Yes, correct, correct. Plus a lot, a lot more, Nikki. Um, what a lot of people never were privy to is the federal permitting, which was a federal firearms license, um, you know, a federal destructive device, a federal explosive license. So there was other licensing uh, criteria and qualifications that superseded the state as far as the authenticity of what I was doing. So, and a lot of people look at that doctrine, right? You know, are you local, state, or federally certified? For my particular situation, um, which I think exacerbated my problem, is that I was so endorsed by the federal government with the appropriate certifications and bonding Mm -hmm. that, you know, that, that aggravated the community and ultimately put me in the position I'm in, along with a lot of other uh, scenarios. But, you know, I build this facility. Um, it's completely free. You know, it's, it's, I mean, it's a little biased. I'm saying it myself. It's world-renowned. You know, you can, you can bring your family, your mother, your daughter, your sister, your children, you know, to come here to shoot. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there, there is no prerequisites other than being an American citizen. You know, obviously, because we can't put firearms in hands of non-American or prohibited people. So I, I make this, this, this establishment, right? I make this beautiful place for anyone to come. And that anyone really what set the, the, the monotone of my problems, because Paul at Vermont, whether you know it or believe it, um, is some of the most racist people on this planet. And, and I like to say that with confidence because, you know, the diversification and, and ability for me, you know, uh, collaborating and and working with people all over the world, you know, I, I have a good picture on that. Right. You know, so I let these folks come here, you know, people of color, the LGBTQ plus, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, people of the Jewish community. um, And, and the list goes on Asians, you know, Hispanics, blah, 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 blah. That's really when the town started th- this issue, right? The town, this problem metastasized with my lack of saying, hey, listen, here's a criteria, right? Here's a prerequisite. Here, Here's a condition. And, you know, for me personally, you know, I, I grew up in New York. Um, you know, everybody in my neighborhood was a little bit of everything. Mm-hmm. Um, it was it was like a buffet of people. Yeah, the melting pot, right? All a little, right, right. You know, so um, I kind of incorporated that ideology coming to Vermont saying, well, okay, you know, I'm sure I'm going to meet some good old boys or I'll meet some of this or I'll meet some of that. Man, oh, man, let me tell you something. This, this community has been polluted with some of the most evilest people I've ever met in my life and... Look what they've done to me. You know, I've made national news losing two very important constitutional rights. My Second Amendment rights, only property in the state of Vermont, in the history of Vermont, having a Supreme Court ban of any firearms to be discharged on my property. So they did that to your facility after you went through all of the necessary state and federal paperwork, jumped through all of their hoops... That's correct. And you're suspecting this is because the locals didn't like that you were bringing in, you know, some diversity into the area, you know, 
people of color going to your shooting range. You're suspecting the locals didn't like that, and they targeted you for this reason. Correct. You can see me on December 16th. Um, uh, 2019, where I call out one of our select board members, mm-hmm. right? Uh, Fox News was in the audience there that day. And Edgar Cleveland, he goes by Ed Cleveland, he said on record, yes, I go to Ku Klux Klan meetings against you and your kind. Jeez. So wow. He said that on the record? Wow. That's right? bold so these you days. Can Google it. So the issue for me was, guys and ladies, is that, you know, I had this establishment. It was already permitted. I had already said to people, you know, through the grapevine, you know, there was no commerce, so there wasn't, like, advertising. You know, it was just, uh, you know, people could read my Facebook page yeah. and say, hey, listen, can we come? I'm going to bring my mother. I'm going to bring my sister. Um, I'm going to ride in with my horses. Do you have water? Mm-hmm. You know, blah, 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 blah. And we, we build this beautiful facility and present this in, embracing environment uh, for people, okay, to come of all ages, all creeds, all colors, all sexual preferences, and then, bam, the pressure came on. And the pressure came on originally by, uh, um, they call it the Warren Switch Klan. They're a, they're a Ku Klux Klan chapter. They're, they're an offshoot of these radical, you know, um, hatred people, believe it or not. But they're also anti-gun, if, if you think um, a little bit more further into their ideologies. You know, when you think about someone coming to lynch you or beat you up or something, you'd think they'd bring a gun, Mm -hmm. but these folks bring like a pitchfork and a potato hoe. (laughs) But, um, you know, they, they got, they mustered the energy. Um, they facilitated the collaboration with local state officials to really embrace this anti-gun movement. And they've been extremely successful. You know, they, my, my property was demolished, uh, in June, the first week of June, wow. with the court order, I had to remove all my buildings, yep. um, all of the shooting stuff. Um, you know, there was the threat of arrest. There was an arrest warrant out for me then, as there is now. And now there's another arrest warrant out, and now they're attacking my agriculture. You know, I have over 250 animals here that necessitate a complex, uh, you know, farming agricultural protocol. You know, sure. feeding them, mm. housing them you know, et cetera, et cetera. And now the town has attacked that in their latest motions to remove my grain silo, my chicken coop, my goat milking parlor, and other infrastructures that are heavily predicated on this agricultural farming uh, model. So what's your timeline to move to New Hampshire? (laughs) Do you have a timeline for that? You know, people people send me emails. I get very... um, People that say they'll they'll bankroll the the move the the um, you know the infrastructure rebuilding you know I I, I recently said this on a uh, podcast out west uh, right before Christmas you know when I when I came to buy this property right mm-hmm. you know I looked at it and I said after looking at a many many different pieces of property throughout the tri-state area you know the focal points were either a lackadaisical gun laws, okay, I'm just being completely transparent, yeah, yeah. or states that really embrace, you know, a Second Amendment um, uh, respect, you know, they respected the Second Amendment. Yeah. So, you know, when I found this property, I looked at the topography, I looked at the elevation changes, you know, I looked at all the dynamics of how I could literally produce a place that I could say, hey, listen, 
EPA, you know, anyone from the state, all of the embracing law enforcement communities that used to come and shoot and train here, I could say, listen, unequivocally, if you discharge a firearm on my land, unequivocally, your projectile will be embraced somewhere within my 30 acres. Right, yeah. And that's a very difficult thing to say for any other firearms um, venue anywhere in the United States. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, so I, you know, I, I produced this place, um, you know, I, I, I feel that, you know, I really did walk on eggshells in the beginning. Um, you know, there's a couple of families, the one, the most notable that's in the, the news frequently, the Hewlett family, um, you know, the largest affluent and, you know, uh, economically viable family member, mm-hmm. um, uh, Mr., Mr. Richard Hewlett in the community here, you know, they embrace a conquer and control ideology for over, you know, several hundreds of years of, you know, controlling the community, controlling who is in the community, controlling the commerce in the community. And, um, you know, I, I, I unfortunately came up against these folks and they've been successful since 1837. You know, the community has really boasted with propaganda of this pro white, you know, pure white community. (laughs) And, um, Listen, no, I don't. I don't think I'm going to. Uh, I don't think I'm going to co-align with you folks, and that has really put me in the particular situation I'm in now. This sounds uh, horrifying, and I can't even imagine like the price tag that you've had to foot to battle all of this sure. thing. Like, like we talk on Free Talk Live all the time about uh, the yeah. evils of the state and how, like, they don't even have to like win. Right, they can just outspend right. you. you know? Just tie you up in court. Yeah, yeah tie you up in court until right. you're out of money, and then, oh, what are you going to do? You know. So what what has really <clears throat> exacerbated my particular problem is what my attorneys and I frequently speak about on the record, and to you know different um, credible organizations like yourself or you know other pro gun communities or, or pro constitutionalists is that. Um, on the record, it's really imperative that people focus on something that I'm about to tell you. And it's what we call the triangulation. So in my particular situation, if I can get your undivided attention, because this, this really should resonate as to how I'm failing. The town attorney, Ms. Merrill Ben, she is representing the town. You know, she is, she's a, um, a, a, pro, a heavy anti-gun person. Hey, Daniel, you know, I know you want us to pay attention. We're coming up. We got to do a thing. Can you hang on? Yes, yes. All right, we're going to keep you over. I'm just going to put you on hold. Stay right where you are. This is Free Talk Live. Coming up, we've got more with Daniel and Slate Ridge and what's going on with him and the state. It's Free Talk Live, the Sunday night edition, 603-283-6160. As Dr. Wallach says, we all have nutrient deficiencies in our diets and must supplement with 90 essential nutrients in proper balances. At no cost or obligation, get a personal certified holistic health coach to help you develop a supplement program based on Dr. Wallach's recommendations. Call Linda at 833-VITAL-90. That number to call is 833-848-2590. That's 833-VITAL-90. 
What if you could cut your heating bills this winter with your existing wood-burning fireplace and not spend thousands doing it? You can with Great Wall of Fire Fireplace Grates. Our U.S. patented, made-in-America Wall of Fire Grates increase fireplace efficiency, eliminate fireplace smoke problems, and come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. See our grates in action and get free shipping from walloffire.com or call 800-274-7364. Fireplace heat without fireplace smoke. Walloffire.com. USA News Update. Former President Donald Trump in federal court today as his lawyers argue that he is immune from prosecution on charges that he tried to overturn the 2020 election. A massive storm making its way across the U.S., bringing heavy snow and blizzard conditions to the Midwest. Wind, rain, and possible tornadoes through the southeast with those conditions spreading into the northeast tonight. House Republicans are now poised to hold President Biden's son, Hunter, in contempt of Congress for defying a subpoena for a closed-door deposition. The president's son refused to testify, saying he's only willing to answer questions publicly. The first commercial space mission to the moon has reportedly been cut short by disaster. The lunar lander experienced a critical malfunction barely a day after launch. Corey Myers, USA News. Did you receive a call or message that mentioned Social Security and demanded immediate action? Did the caller know your Social Security number or other personal information and tell you that your Social Security number had been used in connection with the crime? Did you feel worried that your Social Security number might be suspended, your bank account might be frozen or seized, or you could be arrested? That is not the Social Security Administration. Social Security will not threaten you, demand your personal information, or instant payment email or text you pictures or documents, or use a real government official's name to gain your trust. Social Security does not accept payments by gift card, prepaid debit card, internet currency, or by mailing cash. Criminals use these forms of payment because they are hard to trace. Do not be fooled. Hang up. Ignore them. Report this criminal activity to the Social Security Administration Office of the Inspector General at oig.ssa.gov. Get healthy, not high, with 100% pure CBD, powerful natural pain relief from Veterans Vitality. GCN listeners, have you ever thought about how CBD may help you? I'm sure you have heard about the many benefits of CBD. Well, here's your opportunity to try before you buy. Created by veterans and for everyone who deserves better choices, our CBD is derived from organic hemp, grown in the USA, and third-party tested. Veterans Vitality CBD saves you as much as 25 to 50% over our competition, and a portion of all sales is contributed to veteran nonprofits and events. Many of our customers have experienced improved quality of life, help with anxiety, PTSD, and overall well-being. Our products do not contain THC. They are safe, non-addictive, effective, and 100% legal. GCN listeners, get your free trial bottle of premium CBD by simply paying shipping and handling at GCNFreeCBD.com. That's GCNFreeCBD.com. Again, GCNFreeCBD.com. Offered by Veterans Vitality Premium CBD. Appreciate what we do? Help us advertise, market, and promote for just $5 a month at amp.freetalklive.com.
It is Free Talk Live. Thank you for tuning in and listening to tonight's program. The telephone number, if you would like to comment, is 603-283-6160. We've been talking with uh, Daniel Benai. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. Uh, He owns a 30-acre parcel of land in Vermont and has... uh, you know, put up some stuff, uh, some shooting ranges, that type of thing. I've been uh, inviting people to to come and you know learn about play golf. firearms and well, you know, yeah. and and he's got a bit of a homestead going on as well. So he's got some animals out there yeah. farming, you know, agriculture. I mean, yeah, it sounds great. On. It actually sounds a lot like some place I know in New Hampshire, right? You know, and so uh, we're going to continue talking to him. Uh, but in the studio tonight, it's myself, the captain. Steve Classic. And Nikki. Uh, let's go ahead and bring Daniel back online now. Uh, I hope I didn't butcher your last name, Daniel. No, it's okay. It's, it's pronounced Bonnier. Bonnier. Okay, great. Thank you so much. Um, so you were about to uh, reveal to us, and you even went to the extent of saying, I need everybody to pay close attention, and then we had to yeah, go so, to commercial. So <laughs> yeah. go ahead and start over. No worries. No worries. So this is the Trojan horse. Like This is the triangulation that... Um, what has really embraced the totality and the, and the sincerity of this is that while people are doing more research uh, as the years have been going on, they're beginning to see how I've been in such a failing position in the state. So the town attorney, Mrs. Merrill Bent, you know, she represents the town and their efforts in destroying me, you know, removing me from the property, uh, foreclosing on the land, removing me from the state, et cetera, et cetera. Wow. Now, her, her law partner, Rob Wellington, he is the executive at Vermont Digger. Wait, he's the Vermont executive for, for what? We, we lost you there for a sec. He's the executive of Vermont Digger, their corporation. Okay. And what is Vermont Digger? Vermont, Vermont Digger is the largest, um, you know, I'm not giving them compliments or kudos, but they're the largest publication in the state of Vermont. Oh. Okay. And they have been hell-bent on destroying me with their publication. So let's just take a step back and look at this, right? So Meryl Bent, Mrs. Bent, she takes, you know, client-protected information, gives it to Rob. Rob disseminates it through the Vermont Digger Digger publications, whether it be in print, whether it be online, whether it be audio, video, et cetera, okay? And then her child's father, uh, Jared Bianchi, is the assistant attorney general in the state of Vermont. Okay. So if, if that doesn't put the hairs up on the back of your neck, they've controlled the media and they've controlled the constitutional amendments that I would be privy to. That's the triangulation. Okay. Uh, there's something there's something odd going on with your phone. Like when you start a sentence, every first word is a little quiet. I'm wondering if you're on like a Bluetooth headset or something. Yeah. Can you hear me better now? Yeah, yeah. That's great. Thanks. Um, okay. So I was uh, during the break. I was telling Nikki that I saw some video of you at what I can only call like a town hall type of hearing, where you like went in front of you know uh, the officials, officials, uh, uh, you know, they're they're in Vermont <laughs> or, or wherever, and and I remember going, wow, this guy's getting the shaft. Uh, can you you know shed any light on that? Sure. So basically, my town board. I exposed several years ago, favoritism, nepotism, and corruption. They didn't know what the word nepotism meant, so I took the time to really educate them. Okay. <laughs> what, what, I, what I have felt, and, and many of their own constituents that didn't know, 
is that when you have a five-panel select board, I mean, it, it's not select men because we have a female now, so it's select board members. Sure. But when you have at one end of the table an employer, business partner at the other end of the table, that's favoritism. When you have a father and a son, that's nepotism. Right. So when you look at votes or positions in which the town would go into an executive session or go into some means of yaying or naying my existence in the community, it's very corrupt because you have favoritism and nepotism. Yeah, absolutely. And this is the problem when we're kind of handing over power to these elected, quote-unquote, officials, because... This is usually how it is. Like, this isn't unique to Vermont. I'm sure this is happening almost everywhere in these situations. And people are, like Captain said, getting shafted and their freedoms are being taken away. And even in this case, where Daniel did everything right, right, you know, like he jumped through all the the paperwork, paid all the fees, got the licensing. And they still had the power because they're essentially, you know, monopolizing and controlling everything in this area. They had the power to to take away his rights and his freedoms. But do you think do you think that four out of those five board members should recuse themselves because of conflict of interest? Sure, we, we've asked that in a number of different hearings, and their rebuttals are um, first they they overemphasize that they're a quasi you know um, they're a quasi branch you know they're a quasi type of. Uh, group of individuals. Okay. Um, so they'll the select that board? immediately. The select board is quasi? Well, well that's what they'll say. That is, <laughs> that is, their, that is on record that their, their, their go-to is that, you know, we're a quasi group. <laughs> then the second thing they'll say is that we're a small community. It's impossible to not have some bias, but we're professionals and we would not behave inappropriately. Yeah, and wow. I've asked a number of times for many different levels of whether I'm in front of the select board or the developmental review board or um, the civil uh, authority the you know, the civil justice authority, you know, please folks, you know, your, your desire to eradicate me, to eliminate my constitutional rights is heavily predicated and authenticated by corruption and favoritism and nepotism. Um, that's actually my documentary. I'm filming a documentary now and that's what it, it's really based upon, but They'll just say no and then continue, you know, um, profound votes against me. I mean, listen, guys and gals, I- I've lost, you know, across the board. I mean, I, I overemphasize to people how dangerous the precedent has been set in Vermont. Yeah. You know, heavy, heavy Republican people, uh, even libertarians, you know, many different groups have said, listen, we may not like this guy, right? We may not like that he likes guns or that he lets, you know, Every type of person come on his land. Okay. But he got a permit in 2016, and in 2021, they voided it and told them to take the buildings down. Yeah, like, it just doesn't seem like that should be a lot. I, I, I'm just having a hard time even understanding how they can just revoke your permit and tell you you have to... And take your buildings down. Yeah, like that's sure. insane. But, you know, it, 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 it's... It's not difficult to understand. Like when you look at Judge Durkin's writings, you know, this is another judge that is, you know, I think we've tried to get him recused two times. He has said some really eccentric stuff about me. He's quasi. On the record. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, You know, he's labeled me as a boy. 
you know, he said, listen here, son. And, you know, it, oh, it, it's called a, boy. It, it's constituted a very tumultuous and toxic environment to litigate, you know, some proceedings against me when you behave so biasly. But on, on you know, in the 2021's decree, he said on page 17, paragraph three, the last line, while Mr. Banye had a valid building permit, I voided it. That's a very, very swallow yeah and also like why and how i, <laughs> yeah. I just don't get like how you, that's even once you have the permit that should be it right and and i think that when we look at historically whether you're in vermont connecticut massachusetts california it doesn't really make a difference yeah. the whole process of speaking to your town officials yeah. speaking to the authoritarians within your town and with and within the scope of their you know, uh, abilities, their, their, their professionalism, right? I spoke to the zoning administrator. He came out, I told him my plans, filled out the paperwork, paid the fee, and he stamped me good to go. Um, you know, there, there's been a mockery about that, you know, in the Vermont State Supreme Court when we went for remand and then we ultimately appealed it. Five justices in Vermont said, well, Mr. Bonnie should have known that the zoning administrator did not have the authority to approve his permit. What? How? Why would you sh- have why would known you that? Have known that, and also, like, who would have the authority other than them? Yeah. The, you know, and, and, and the, the comical relief of that is, is that I didn't say the say to the guy, "Let me see your ID." Let me. You know, I went to his office. It said zoning administrator. I knocked. He yeah. let me come in. We filled out some paperwork. I escorted him to my land. And we did what was necessary. Right. What other authentication should I have done? Yeah, I, this man. Is I, there a zoning board of appeals that you could have? Um, I'm sure you've, you've taken uh, every legal avenue. Yeah. Unfortunately, in the state of Vermont, when that happens, then you go to this ridiculous branch, which has been really uh, you know, made fun of across the country, this environmental court. There's only two judges for the entire state. But when you want to appeal or uh, refute any of these types of proceedings um, or, you know, permit retractions, which I'm the first one, yeah. you would have to go through the environmental uh, division of the Vermont State Supreme Court. Good luck with that, huh? Well, so, again, so again, what is your timeline to move to New Hampshire? <laughs> I'm, I'm saying that jokingly, but kind of seriously. Yeah. Um, I, don't know, know would, I don't know if it would be any I, better here. I don't know. Maybe. I've 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 been in I've been in New Hampshire. I have a lot of friends that you know end up retiring and going there. I I looked at New Hampshire when you know when I was in the infinite stages of building Slate Ridge, sure. and you know I I really think unequivocally, and even the the professional gun tacticians or sportsmen or whomever, yeah. you know, would come here. They'd be like, listen, Daniel, I go to an indoor range. I can only shoot in one direction. I can't shoot from my holster. Um, you know, there is, you know, there's a tremendous amount of liability if I make a mistake. And mm-hmm. training is about making mistakes, guys. Right, right. So coming to an environment such as my personal property, which is protected under the Constitution, and saying, hey, listen, you know, whomever you are, come here and embrace the land to utilize it to its fullest capacity has now been um, taken away from me. You know, there's an active warrant out for me now. Again, I think that's how Nikki found me yeah. because I, 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 
I'm in court in the newest the newest um, opposition here that they want to destroy my agriculture. And in order to destroy the agriculture, it's it's a double edged sword because if they take away all of the things that are required statutorily, housing, food, water, et cetera, yeah. then I'll be committing another crime that I'm just not willing to do. Right, right. And why, so how did that all come up? Because this has been going on, you said, since 2016, and now fast forward to present yes. day, now they're targeting, so you, you know, you stopped your gun range that you had going on down there. your structures, right, yeah. all that kind of thing. And then now they're targeting your farm, What's up with that? How did that you, come about? Yeah, I can tell you. I can tell you specifically. In in, in twenty twenty two, Judge Durkin wrote a hundred page decision. But I'm going to spare you the boring things about it. But what he did was he looked at each structure, and I'm going to reference them, citing specifically my court documents. He looked at the chicken coop that I have because we have over 150, maybe 200 birds here. Okay. He looked at the chicken coop and said in his legal decision, on Mr. Barnier's chicken coop, I see a lantern that has similar architectural value as the lanterns that were on the school slash training building. So? Therefore, the chicken coop is directly related to shooting, and I must purge it from the property. What? Is that a joke? Oh, I mean, are you kidding? That is ridiculous. So basically, no, that, so this is the no. same person, same judge that was attacking you before. So clearly they just have, I mean, like, that's ridiculous. So clearly they have something so, against so, you and they're just making up a bunch of crap yeah. to but, to try to. comical signs, you know, um, wed, uh, funerals by Kubota, security by Winchester. Yeah. You know those funny signs? Yes. Okay. My goat milking parlor, we had one of those signs on the front of there, right? It was a six-by-nine sign. They didn't find that funny. This judge, (laughs) he zoomed in on this picture and quoted a Stephen King paragraph out of one of his books that he reads and says that because that sign was on the goat milking parlor, that the goat milking parlor was directly involved in shooting-related activities. Wow. Those evil goats. Wow. But the thing is, like, I could have in any state, like, if I'm in Massachusetts, right, and I can't have guns there, if I had some sort of, like, a a goat milking parlor, and I had any sort of, like, a picture of an AR-15 or... Free talk live bumper sticker. Yeah, anything (laughs) like that. You can have whatever wall hangings you want. You can have whatever decorative things you want. Right. That doesn't, just because I have a picture of an AR-15 and AR-15s are illegal, yeah. you know, if you yeah. don't have a license in Massachusetts, I mean, that doesn't... Yeah, doesn't goats are accomplices. Sense. Yeah, he's... Yeah. Obviously, he's getting railroaded. Um, Daniel, you mentioned... I just want to circle back a little bit. You mentioned you're filming a documentary. Do you have a title for that yet? <laughs> you can't no, say it no, on the air. Don't. Okay. <laughs> Well, yeah, that's that's part of it, but we're 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 very near to completing it. Um, you know, I I, I I like to tell people that it probably won't have a huge entertainment value because all I'm doing is trying to win back my credibility right. from these rag news medias that have reported, you know, really ridiculous and erroneous statements about me. But it's not surprising because this is you know a, a fundamental fact of what I believe. I always knew I was going to have a little bit of anti-gun pushback, right? I mean, it's not my first rodeo. I'm 55 years old. I've been all over the country, all over the world shooting guns. Obviously, there's always a little tiff everywhere you go. 
I never thought in a million years this would metastasize into such a problem of such a group, of such a small group of people that hate the Second Amendment, and they'll do anything, anything to get rid of guns. And and that's really what is, is the precedent down here, right? You know, maybe... You know, we could have won on a different platform. You know, we're, we're in the Second Circuit, the United States um, Federal Court, Second Circuit in Manhattan now, okay. um, which, you know, we, we should be able to prevail on a First Amendment violation. You know, they maybe take down the school. You know, I could have repurposed the school into a church, mm-hmm. Alcoholics Anonymous meetings, um, you know, anything. Right. Granny's crocheting. Um, so, you know, vaccine clinic, they'd probably go with that. <laughs> Yeah, vaccine clinic. Um, you know, my LGBTQ groups that come here, they've had a hundred different ideas for it. Um, you know, so th- th- there's a huge hit there. Yeah. And then the Second Amendment, obviously barring and prohibiting any type of discharging of firearms on 541 Briar Hill Road is lunacy. It's it's. It's really ridiculous. Um, is there a place that our listeners can go to, like a website or something, to find out more, to show their support, or to you know assist you in any way? Sure. The only thing we have right now is we have a, um, a Give, Send, Go uh, platform out there. Sure. Um, you know, we have other you know social media platforms. Um, I, I can say this for you and your listeners: this this recent war, um, warning. Uh, I think Nikki saw it, right? Wanted. They put these new yeah. wanted posters up about me. Oh, I, I think all the way from the governor down to the local police that are that are trying to get, you know, their five minutes of fame or get on this popularity um, about my case, it's backfiring. Because if there is a thousand comments, 998 are positive for me. Right, right. You, you know what I mean? And And... It was interesting because I recently quoted something, you know, uh, a month ago, Fox News did something and it was 200, uh, excuse me, 2.3 million views and 610,000 positive comments. Vermont is only six is only like 700,000 residents. So, you know, the the, the size of, of, of Vermont really basically was supporting me in the sense of, hey, listen, this is fair, right? This is, you know, this is this is morally, legally, ethically aligned with what our freedoms stand for. I found a uh, link to a give, send, go that says stand with Slate Ridge. Is that right? Yes. Okay. That's, that's us. Yes, sir. I will uh, attempt to publish this to the Free Talk Live social media so all of our listeners who are listening, uh, as long as they subscribe to our social media, they can find a link uh, to that. Um, we're bumping up against the top of the hour here. Um, so, uh, I want to just, you know, make sure that people understand the, the depth of this because we've only, you know, barely scratched the surface of your situation, but I certainly encourage you to continue to call this show really whenever you want to. I mean, uh, Nikki and I are here on Sunday, so if you want to call on Sundays, that's fine. It's always seven to 10 PM. The phones are always open. Uh, you know, I want to encourage you to keep us and and our listeners updated on this because uh, this sucks, man. I mean, it. It, yeah. it reminds me a little bit of, um, you know, sort of what happened in, in Granby, Colorado. You know, the way the, mm-hmm. the town came together, like, just with a vengeance against one man. And, yes. like, it, none of this should be happening to you, man. This is this is crap, in my opinion. Thank you. I, I appreciate your guys' support. I appreciate you giving me the platform. Like, Nikki reached out, and I'm, I'm so grateful to her for this. You know, I think she was able to see some of the 
the, the, the tomfoolery with these folks that are muttering and regurgitating rhetoric that is completely, you know, but, but that is something I learned too, that, you know, um, I guess in closing this, people are like, Dan, you got to suck it up. It's, you know, small community, good old boys. But another, you know, caveat to that is this closed and small minded, uh, people that just completely forget that, Hey, listen, we may not like this guy. We may not like the story. We may not like guns or he's letting all these folks come that we don't necessarily agree with, but it's a component of our constitutional rights that mm-hmm. if they take a little bit away from me, they'll take a little bit away from you guys. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's how it starts. Yeah. And I commend you for stand like standing up for yourself and for your rights. Cause this isn't just about you and your situation. No. I mean, they could do this to anyone. You know, and this is about defending everyone's rights. Um, and you're and you're you're fighting the good fight, and I commend you for that because I know, I can imagine that it is not easy. I mean, they've been targeting you for years. I mean, that's crazy. And what I saw on Facebook, I mean, I didn't really understand the whole situation, and even what you've just shed light on in this past hour or so. Yeah has been really i like it's it's so much worse yeah, than been, i could even uh, w- even thought while you've been telling us your your uh, situation daniel i've just been kind of scrolling through articles that you know i i hit the search engine and i just it's amazing oh my gosh like i yeah. I, I i feel so bad for you man but also too like i respect what you're doing uh like nikki said standing up like there's not enough people standing up uh, in this day and age. And so I commend you and respect you for just standing up because if you stand up, that means somebody else isn't going to be afraid to stand up at some point in their life. And, and I encourage that. Thank you. Thank you. It means a lot to me. You know, I, I, my attorneys are always like, somehow you want to settle. And I'm like, no, I, I really yeah. don't because what has happened to yeah, me why should you? has happened to other people. You know, I have some terrible stories that I could, uh, you know, the next time I call and I could share with you, but this town has been notorious for literally uh, um, ethically, religiously, socially cleansing people out of here. And let me be completely frank with you. If there was some type of forum or venue, I could have saw this before I came here. Mm-hmm. I would have never moved here. Right? right. You know, I mean, you know, when you buy property, you look at the taxes, you look at the school district, you look at the crime rate. If there was another com- category of how racist the people are in your community, <laughs> and there was a, there was a denomination or a, or a percentage, and it was high. I wouldn't have come here. But uh, no, I'm not going to quit. You know, I want your audience and yourselves to know that I'm going to keep fighting. You know, yeah, I'm, it's it's kind of childish. I'm on the land right now, like they're saying, hiding and and you know avoiding arrest. But you know, behind the scenes, we're working very very diligently with some of the best legal scholars, the legal academia, uh, you know, academia um, and other scholastic people to really bring this complicated, complicated mess into a one paragraph, you know, say all to say, listen, here's what the Constitution says, and here's what the town took away from this guy that was constitutionally applicable. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I would run for first selectman. See what, <laughs> give them a taste of their own medicine. Huh? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, select yeah. select board yeah. person. Uh, yeah. Daniel yeah. Bonnier, thank you so much yeah. for the call, man. We appreciate you. Feel free to call us again and keep us updated as things uh, occur because I am very keen to keep up on this story. Thank you so much. Six zero three two eight three six one six zero is the number if you would like to uh, opine on this situation. If you have 
you know, uh, any perspective or familiar familiarity with this, feel free to call. We've got more Free Talk Live on the way, including our number two stories. <laughs> It's obvious the unthinkable continues. Most Americans know something very wrong is happening. People in charge keep telling you that everything's fine and to stop noticing. But you know better. That's why self-reliant folks are investing in emergency food storage. And you should, too. My Patriot Supply, the nation's largest emergency preparedness company, are the ones you can trust. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $200 on each three-month food kit you purchase. My Patriot Supply also sells solar generators, gravity-powered water filters, off-grid room heaters for when the power goes out, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m. and your items ship that same day and arrive quickly on your doorstep in unmarked boxes. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com today. Time is running out to prepare for what's coming. MyPatriotSupply.com Tehebo Tea Club's original Pure Pouty Arco Super Tea helps build red corpuscles in the blood, which carry oxygen to our organs and cells. Our organs and cells need oxygen to regenerate themselves. The immune system needs oxygen to develop, and cancer dies in oxygen. So the tea is great for healthy people because it helps build the immune system, and it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. The tea is also organic and naturally caffeine-free. A one-pound package of tea is $49.95, which includes shipping. To order, please visit shopsupertea.com. The first word is shop, spelled S-H-O-P, then the word super, and then the word tea. The complete website is shopsupertea.com or call us at 818-984-6100 Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. California time. That's 818-984-6100. Shopsupertea.com. 